Church history. Light amid the darkness is seen in the life of Luther. London, G. Morrish, 20, Paternoster Square, before 1915. Republished by Irving Risch. Host of Down to Earth, but Heavenly Minded podcast. Chapter 19. Revolt of the Peasants, A.D. 1525. While Satan was thus stirring up a fiery persecution in the Catholic states, he was also busy in another way among those nominally attached to the gospel. We have already seen that the prophets, called also Anabaptists, see note, were troublesome before Luther left the Wartburg. These now again came into prominence, mixing with their creed certain grievances respecting the state. They drew up a declaration of twelve articles. They claimed a right to choose their own pastors, demanding also the abolition of small tithes and the taxes on inheritance, the right to hunt, fish, cut wood, etc. It is important to notice that this was not simply a movement for the sake of the gospel, it was mixed up with politics, with the question of hunting, fishing, etc. Though strangely enough they put a passage of scripture to each of their articles. Note, this name is from Anna again, and Baptist is a Baptist, and was given to them because they held that those who were baptized in infancy before they had faith, ought to be baptized again. These Anabaptists must not be associated with those now known as Baptists, though the latter also hold that faith should precede baptism. End of note, Luther and Melanchthon were questioned as to their judgment of the movement. The prophets professed to be moved by the Spirit, indeed this was their cry, the Spirit, the Spirit. Both Luther and Melanchthon denounced it. Luther admitted that there might be some justice in some of their twelve demands, but he denounced the revolt as of the devil. The Christian conflict, said he, is not to be carried on by sword or gun, but by endurance and the cross. Christ their captain would not have his servants smite with the sword, he was hanged upon a tree. It was of no avail. The peasants met in large numbers and took up any rude arms they could find to enforce the demands. They were opposed at Weinsberg in Württemberg by Count Louis of Helfenstein, and seventy of his men. But these were soon overpowered. They were surrounded by an army of pikes which closed in upon them. The wife of Helfenstein, a daughter of the Emperor Maximilian, with an infant at her breast, begged for the life of her husband, but none were spared, the infant being wounded in its mother's arms. Thus had these fanatics, under the cry of the Spirit, added murder to their revolt. It was one thing to be set at liberty from the thraldom of the Pope, and another to believe the Gospel, and be under the yoke of Christ. These people had thrown off the one, but had not bowed to the other. Luther was cut to the quick. The enemies of the Reformation were loud in their accusations. Here was some full ripe fruit of his doctrines. This was through throwing off the power of Rome, etc., while, on the other hand, the peasants would not listen to Luther. This grieved him much, but it proved they were not followers of him, and this was not a fruit of his teaching. But the revolution spread rapidly. The people of the Black Forest chose John Muller of Bulgenbach for their leader. They went from village to village, proclaiming the Twelve Articles, and demanding the adherence of all the inhabitants. If any refused they were banished. Wherever the prophets went they smashed the images and the crucifixes. Still the revolution spread. Counts and rulers were for the time compelled to side with the rebels, or fly from the dominions. And such was the success of the insurrection that they began to plan a new empire. Taxes were to be abolished, the emperor was to be supreme ruler, but all other rulers were to give up their authority. The emperor drew the sword, and his general George Crutches marched at the head of an army to oppose the peasants. On May 7 he repulsed them at Beblingen, and marched to Weinsberg, where the Count of Helfenstein had been murdered. This place he burned to the ground, as a lasting memorial of the atrocities of the peasants. The army of Crutches was joined by that of the Elector Palatine and the Elector of Treves, and the peasants were everywhere rooted. They were but ill-armed, and the cannon of the army made rapid sorter in their ranks. It has been estimated that 50,000 were slain. But while this was being done in southern Germany, Munzer went to Mulhausen, and stirred up another revolt. 
here again it spread rapidly. In the districts of Mansfeld, Stolberg, Schwarzburg, Hesse, and Brunswick the peasantry all rose. The elector Frederick was pained at the thought of taking up the sword, and indeed refused. But Philip of Hesse armed at once, and so did other of the surrounding princes. They quickly surrounded the peasants, who flew to a hill, and made a rampart with their wagons. Munzer had cast some cannons, but had not yet obtained any powder. The princes were loath to shed blood needlessly, and they therefore tried to come to terms with the rebels. But Munzer prevented this being done, declaring that if his followers held out they should that day see the mighty arm of God in the destruction of their enemies. Just at this time a rainbow appeared in the clouds, and the peasants, whose standard was a rainbow, believed that this was a token from God. Munzer also, to prevent the peasants giving in, cruelly put to death the gentlemen sent peacefully to treat with them. Such treachery drew forth vengeance. The army attacked the camp of rebels, who began to say, Come, Holy Spirit. The cannon soon knocked to pieces their battlements, and made large gaps in their ranks. The peasants were not used to war, and fled in all directions, and hundreds were slain. The army entered Frankenhausen after the battle. A soldier had reached the top of a house where he found a man crouched down, hiding himself. Are you one of the rebels, said he, and seeing the man had a writing case, the soldier took it, and therein found letters addressed to Thomas Munzer. Is that your name, said he. No, said the coward. But he was not believed. It was he, the Thomas Munzer, who had stirred up the revolt. He was carried before Duke George and the Landgrave, whom he told he was justified in revolting because the princes opposed the gospel. Thus he added hypocrisy to his wickedness. He was beheaded, and the insurrection was quelled. To the states of the elector Frederick the war did not reach. In his states there had been neither executions nor punishment. The gospel had thus far prevailed. It was necessary for two reasons to bring into Luther's history the revolt of the peasants. One reason was that though the friends of Rome on every hand declared that the whole calamity was due to Luther and the doctrines he taught, it is clear that the charge was entirely false. Luther preached and wrote against it all through, and more than once he left Wittenberg and went into districts where discontent was rising into revolt, and did all he could to prevent it. The other reason was to show how important it is to keep the distinction between spiritual and political freedom. It may be that many saw in throwing off the yoke of the Pope nothing but the latter, it was right that they should be undeceived. And that they should learn that the kingdom of our Lord Jesus Christ is not of this world, but is righteousness, peace, etc. But other troubles were in store for Luther. Before the revolt of the peasants had been quite put down, the aged elector Frederick the Wise had breathed his last. Feeling his end approaching, he destroyed a will he had made commending his soul to the Virgin Mary, the Mother of God, and made another in which he declared his belief that he was redeemed by the precious blood of his beloved Saviour. His chaplain Spalatin was with him to the last. Strange to say, that though the elector Frederick and Luther had had so much to do with each other, and had in a sense worked together, they had never seen each other except at a distance. John, the brother of Frederick, succeeded him as elector of Saxony.